0: You are listening to First Team Podcast Extra Time with former professional soccer player Kiesel Broom and host John Franchante. Check out our website for all the latest news on lower division soccer. Our website is firstteampod.com.
1: Could be danger again. The shot! Parried away by Kiesel Broom! The shot!
0: And Broom with the excellent save! Another save! That's three in a row from Broom! Unbelievable from Kiesel (laughs) Broom! So let's look ahead uh, to the NISA Legends Cup which will kick off on Tuesday, April 13th and will run until April 25th uh, when a winner will be crowned. All the matches will be played at uh, Finley Stadium in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Kiesel, I want to get your thoughts on a tournament structure like this. I know during the pandemic, uh, other soccer leagues have experimented with this type of format structure so they can get the games played but it seems like NISA is making this a part of their season setup uh which i don't mind so what is your thoughts on that one
1: you know i don't think it's a terrible idea i mm-hmm. think it'll be um very interesting to see how this setup works i mean i think it's a great kickoff to the season you have a tournament and everyone's involved all together uh, you know there's a tournament there's a champion so some of they're playing something that's meaningful um it's kind of like i mean not exactly like but you know how like the nasl it had the spring champion and then the fall champion Mm -hmm. you know, and then kind of gave them the right to at least be in the semifinal. I think something like that would be great where, um, they get, get a quick tournament in, right? some competitive games, all in a in closed bubble, so they, at least they know there will be a champion. And then let the season kind of commence, and then they go from there. So I, I love it. I think it's a great idea.
0: Yeah, and talking about that NASL structure, that modern-day NASL structure, what was so great was that that spring season, after the spring season, you had that break, right? So every mm-hmm. club, uh, they could compete in the proper, right, the proper European transfer market. Uh, They can also play friendlies and try to grow their brand and grow their club uh, for the start of the fall season, which was technically the start of the European season, you know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. it was really cool. Uh, But it seems like every league, uh, of course, is doing their own thing. Uh, A select amount of matches at the Nisa Legends Cup, uh, they will be broadcasted on BN Sports Extra, uh, which is a free-to-view digital channel under the BN Sports brand. Uh, they did produce a great broadcast uh, last fall. So Kiso, you have played international soccer and have competed domestically. Can you share with my listeners here uh, the mentality that the players have to have to compete in this type of competition because they're playing two games uh, it's always players on one year contracts. So now you're facing clubs that you know of uh, but you're not really sure about the competition on the field.
1: Yeah, I mean when you get into like a tournament mode like this you know the biggest thing is one you have to take care of your body and you really have to put everything on the line because three points are, are massive you know it's, it's something that you can't like wait till all oh, like this is next game because you lose one game you're pretty much out so everything means so much um in every game so it's a, there's nothing that can be you know took for granted whatsoever but the mentality side of it is one putting your best effort out there but also making sure that you're taking care of your body's off the field because it's a quick turnaround before that next game
0: Yeah, and last fall, the Cosmos they had a very uh, tough time uh, when they were competing in this type of tournament. I believe they only scored like one goal, so uh, for the Cosmos playing in about three matches that's not like uh, the Cosmos that we both know of, right? Uh, So I think we truly understand uh, how hard this is uh, competing in a tournament where you have to get the best results if you want to move on. So, do you think that does affect maybe how a team sets up, how a coach picks his players
1: yeah definitely you know Mm -hmm. obviously you want to put your best 11 out there but you know when fatigue starts to settle in you know sometimes the best option isn't there so it's it's tough you know you got to have a full squad and be prepared if there's injuries that the next person can step up so the quality has to be there not just from the starters but down to the bench so i think it's important right especially on the coaching side of it they just have to definitely monitor the players and make sure that everyone um is getting the proper minutes but also the proper rest to make sure they get the result they need
0: yeah and um do you think this is a good idea moving forward this tournament structure this could be a way that nisa could stick out out, be on national tv even if it's a streaming service uh through being sports uh but it's still a way to get their product in front of more fans
1: yeah i think you know i think the streaming service you got to start somewhere right and um i just think that as i mean we're still in the pandemic obviously but as we're starting to kind of come out of it it um gives it, it just it gives um the league an opportunity to showcase their talent and what's on on par because think about it right even usl back in 2016, 2017, all their games were being broadcasted on YouTube. You know, so that's a streaming service. It was was live YouTube. So I think, you know, this is perfect. Um, Now, do, do I think that a league should have a tournament like this every year? Maybe not, just because, you know, I understand the pandemic and things like that, but I also feel that, with the current circumstances, it's a great opportunity to make sure that there will be a champion at the end of this, regardless of what happens going down the line. So I like it, but I think maybe moving forward, maybe after a two, another year or two years, that it goes back to the regular system.
0: Yeah, and uh when you were playing in the USL, were the matches uh, just on YouTube? Yeah?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. Mm-hmm. I can actually still go back. Go back on YouTube and uh, type in the games uh, that I played in, and they pop up right there. I can watch the full matches. Yeah.
0: So I guess as a player, did you see value in having the games on YouTube? Maybe compared to now having the games for the USL, or I think last season it was on ESPN Plus.
1: Yeah, I mean, my the only issue that I have with that is Mm -hmm. going from YouTube to ESPN Plus. Like ESPN Plus is something that has to be paid for. Like, there's a monthly subscription, whether it be $5, yeah, yeah. $10, whatever it is, it's a monthly subscription. And I'm just curious on who's getting that increase in terms of pay. Is it the ones that are sitting behind the desk or is it the ones that are on the field, you know? So I think that's mm-hmm. probably one of, the, one of the biggest things for me when it comes to the ESPN Plus because YouTube, you know, it's a free service. You mm-hmm. know, some people maybe opt in for uh, that no, uh, what's it called, no advertisement. but Yeah, mm-hmm. You know, but yes, and Plus, you have to pay for it. So I'm just curious to see how that, that money trickles down, if it does trickle down to the players or not.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's one problem in U.S. soccer. We could talk about wages all day, right? Uh, but mm-hmm. if the clubs and the leagues are, I guess, creating and generating greater revenues, maybe those players should see some of it, Right. Uh, Maybe not all of it, but some of it. I know uh, in the past, uh, you spoke about maybe jersey sales, if it's a big name player. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, I think a lot of clubs and leagues uh, should watch out for that and should try to uh, provide players a bigger salary because they're making more money. Uh, So, I think that's a very important thing. And then, going back to the Nisa Legends Cup, uh, we will have three matches. We will see three matches a day, uh, the time slots of 12 p.m., 5 p.m., 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and... That should be a very exciting tournament. Uh the 2021 Legends Cup champion will play the spring season champion on Wednesday, June 30th, uh, for the right to play 2020 Fall Champion Detroit City FC for the 20- 2020 twenty one. NISA Championship. So, Akiso, what will be your final words on this? What are your thoughts?
1: You know what? I think um, it's a great initiative, especially mm-hmm. to start the 2021 season, mm-hmm. right? It gets it gets fans excited. It gets players something to play for. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that's going to get everyone on the same page, and there will be a champion crown at the end of it. And it's kind of like the whole NBA bubble type thing. You know, yeah, you're in a controlled yeah. environment. You know, you don't have to worry about COVID as much. I'm not sure if they'll have fans one way or the other, but. Yeah. The matches will be played and will be streamed on a, a network that can be seen across the world. So at the end of the day, I think everyone's winning.
0: Yeah, and lastly there, there will be fans, uh, but there will be, uh, of course, COVID-19 protocols. And um, they will be in a bubble. So the players, all the staff members from all the clubs, the league, uh, they will have to be in a bubble, which I guess is probably boring, right, for the players, uh, but at least they can play professional soccer. Exactly. Lastly, keep it locked at firstteampod.com. That is firstteampod.com. That is the one-stop shop for everything on lower division soccer.